the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. And welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you. Uh, thank you for joining me. Uh, you know, I've got so many things I wanted to get into today. Um, oh, my goodness. Uh, let me let me share this with you. I like to let you know what's going on in the educational world. And in most cases, it's not good. Uh, this is a case out of Georgia. A uh, substitute teacher has been fired by her school district at, uh, well, Bryan County Schools in Georgia. Uh, She was a substitute teacher, specifically at McAllister Elementary School not too long ago. And uh, she saw some drawings in a picture book that she felt were inappropriate as a teacher And also as a mother, she has young children in the same school district. Her name is Lindsay Barr, B-A-R-R, and she has been fired from the Bryan County Schools uh, because officials at McAllister Elementary School, uh, well, they they got upset. What's it all about? Well, uh, during her stint as an elementary school substitute teacher, she came across a library read-aloud program, which is common in elementary schools. One of the books that was being featured in the read-aloud program is a book called All Our Welcome. All Our Welcome. Uh, it's a book that heavily emphasizes same-sex couples, same-sex marriage, same-sex couples parenting, and same-sex couples expecting children. And the theme of the book is it's all equal. Doesn't make any difference whether it's uh, male-female, mother-father. It could be two two, uh, fathers, two mothers, and everybody is welcome. Well, she is a Christian, and I'm quoting, Lindsay, which is her first name, Lindsay spoke out as a Christian, a mother, and a private citizen on a matter of public concern, namely the content and age appropriateness of a picture book that the school planned to read to her kids that conflicted with her family's values and faith. Well, she took her concerns to the school principal. The school principal immediately told her that she was intolerant. She was basically a hate monger and a bigot for expressing her genuine concerns out of her personal Christian convictions. 
Now, she didn't go on a rampage. She didn't scream and yell in the classroom. In fact, she didn't say anything in the classroom. She didn't pick it out in front of the school. She simply went to the principal and said, as a teacher, as a parent, as a Christian, as a citizen of our community, I do not believe it is age-appropriate to teach little children about same-sex marriage, same-sex parenting, and so forth. And as a result, she was fired. The Alliance Defending Freedom has come to her defense, and they have released this statement in the case. She's filed a federal lawsuit, by the way. Terminating a teacher for engaging in First Amendment protected expression creates an atmosphere of fear and is intended to send a message to Lindsay and others in the community that if they criticize the school's approach to cultural or political issues or express viewpoints contrary to the school's preferred viewpoints, they will face consequences. This is unlawful and sadly why this lawsuit is necessary. So she was fired from her position at this particular elementary school, and she is forbidden to teach at any of the other nine schools in Bryan County, Georgia. Uh, In her lawsuit, she is claiming that uh, the actions by the school board conflicts with a new Georgia law, the Parents' Bill of Rights law. Uh, That's similar to the law that created so much controversy down in Florida. So we'll keep an eye on that case. She has filed a lawsuit against the school district. Now, let me editorialize just a little bit. And this is something that's really been on my mind a lot lately, for obvious reasons. Uh, something I talked about quite a bit over the weekend over in Portland, Indiana, as Joy and I were ministering there um, in a wonderful church over the weekend. If you look at the history of the United States, for the overwhelming majority of our history, if you are a Christian, you have complete freedom, liberty, to preach what you want to preach, believe what you want to believe, to teach what you want to teach. And not only do you have freedom and liberty, as a Christian, you are, for the most part, honored. Uh, Your beliefs, your convictions, are fully compatible with what is being taught in the public schools for the majority of our history. Take a look, again, if you don't believe me, take a look at the McGuffey readers. If you take a look at the McGuffey readers that were used for decades in America's public schools, any Bible-believing Christian would open a McGuffey reader and say, Wow, I am so grateful that this is being taught to my child in our public school." And that is the absolute truth. The morality and the values that a Bible-believing Christian would espouse would not only be acceptable in the public square, acceptable in our government, 
but it would be completely complementary to what was being taught in the public schools. And then the 1960s came and the famous case of getting prayer out of the schools. Prior to that, public education was predominantly pro-Christian. It wasn't necessarily Christian, but it was pro-Christian. Then the 60s, Madeline Murray O'Hare and her group uh, were successful in getting prayer out of the schools, and the official position of the educational community in America moved from being pro-Christian to being neutral. We're neutral. We're not for Christians. We're not opposed to Christians. We're not for religion. We're not opposed to religion. We are secular. We are absolutely neutral. Uh, If Christians want to believe what they want to believe, that's fine. If they don't, that's fine as well. We in the educational community, we provide absolute neutrality. Well, that was never true, but that was the official position. Then you fast forward to the 80s, the 90s, and the farther you go in American history, you find American education moving from pro-Christianity to neutral to now antagonistic toward Christianity, anti-Christian. And we are full-blown now anti-Christianity in most of our public educational institutions, whether it's elementary, junior high, high school, or whether it's universities, graduate school, and so forth. That is the, I don't know whether you call that progression, but that's what's happened in America. I said all that to say this. Christians have never really had to pay a price for their convictions in America. Never. What we believe has been honored, then it was tolerated, and now it is being rejected. If things continue the direction that they are, folks, listen, the time is going to come when most of you, most of us, will have to pay a price for our convictions. I'm not a doomsdayer. I'm not a negative person. I'm not sensationalistic at all. But I'm a realist. The time is coming when people like this teacher who is fired simply because she says, you know, I just don't agree with that same-sex parenting thing. And she's fired. That is going to become more and more and more common. Get ready Prepare for it and decide where you stand. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. All right, I'm going to wrap things up here in just a few moments. I've got a story out of Michigan before the break. I was talking about paying a price for your convictions. Uh, This is new to American Christians. It really is, but uh, uh, it's getting worse. I'll share that story with you in just a moment. But first, I got Mike in Northwest Columbus. Mike, thanks for calling. You're up next on Bob Bernie Live. 
Hi, Bob. Hi, Mike. Welcome back. Well, thank you. Thank you. And by the way, I forgot to ask Bill Bunkley for filling in on Friday. I understand he did an exceptional job, gave a lot of firsthand reports of uh, what was going on with the hurricane and so forth. So I'm very, very thankful for Bill uh, filling in for me on Friday. Thank you for reminding me. Um, a place I work is big on diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh-huh. They're so big on it. The, the end result is is anybody but older white males. So that's what's, <laughs> that's that, that's the result. I mean, they're there's they and they've tried to run an end game around it by not e- even interviewing males, certain positions or older males. So they figure if they don't interview somebody, they can't get accused of discriminating. But they're doing it anyways in the name of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Well, it's happening everywhere, and everywhere everywhere it's been tried, it's been a disaster. I don't know whether you heard the story about the Royal Air Force. Um, they got into the uh, equity, diversity, and inclusion thing, and so they decided— uh, they were not going to uh, hire any male pilots in the Royal Air Force for at least a while until they had achieved equity. Uh, long story short, it was an absolute disaster for the Air Force, for the country, and even for the women. Nobody profited from it, and they reversed themselves. Now, they never apologized. They never admitted it didn't work. They just reverse themselves and drop the policy. It has never worked. It never will work because it's socialism. And socialism has never worked anywhere at any time. It never has. Yep. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's so, it's even in businesses, it's still, you know, they put people in the wrong spots and that, that doesn't yeah. do well. They just, they think they can they can have a cushion and and tolerate some of that, so they can say we're big for diversity, equity, and inclusion. Yeah, well, it is a disaster. It will continue to be, and who knows what it's going to take for uh, uh, companies to wake up. So anyway, thanks, Mike. Appreciate the call. Thanks, Bob. Uh, this story out of Michigan. I wanted to get this in. A uh, a female healthcare worker up in Michigan. She has worked for a hospital up there for 17 years as a physician's assistant within the University of Michigan Health System. 17 years as a physician's assistant in the University of Michigan Healthcare System. Well, she has been fired after 17 years. Uh, What happened? Well, she was required to take diversity training. Yeah. Uh, She had to take diversity, equity, inclusion training. And the training contains statements such as, concerning sexual orientation and gender identity, you must, and then it goes on, and there's a whole bunch of boxes that you had to check, with certain statements, and it was not agree or disagree. It was only agree. You had to agree to all of these statements about sexual identity, gender identity, same sex, etc., etc., etc. In other words, you had to check all these boxes affirming 
all of these issues concerning gender identity and so forth. Well, she couldn't do that. She could not check the boxes. And so in July, this past July, she met with representatives of the Human Resources and the Department of, guess what, Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. And she was asked if she would, quote, use gender-identifying-based pronouns, be willing to refer patients for gender reassignment surgery, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and will you check these boxes? She said, no, I cannot uh, refer patients for gender reassignment surgery. I cannot use pronouns that are not consistent with a person's true gender because I have religious convictions. Well, the director of the Department of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion grew hostile, visibly angry, tight fists, flushed demeanor, and she was fired simply because she would not check boxes on diversity, equity, and inclusion training. Yes, she is suing. First Liberty is defending her. We're going to keep an eye on that, but she is suing the University of Michigan health care system, and I hope she wins. She certainly should. Now, again, I'm not a doomer and gloomer, but folks, get prepared. If you have biblical convictions, you may have to pay a price. Be ready. Have a great evening, but please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.